Hey guys, welcome back to the Writer's Lens. This is Josh J.C. Alfelto, and welcome to the first part of some shorter episodes where I'm going to be talking about narratives. And I know that's probably one of the main themes of this podcast, considering how I talk about storytelling, but I wanted to kind of broaden the horizon a bit here on the Writer's Lens and start talking a little bit more about the narratives that we find around us every single day. So probably one of the first questions you're asking is, what exactly is a narrative? A narrative is really a series of stories, and particularly it's telling a story so it can get across a particular point, perhaps a particular moral or an ideal, or just the way things ought to be. Where you most commonly might hear this term being used is in news media. For instance, uh, a lot of political commentators will say, will say things like, well, you know they're only saying that so that the narrative stays the same. Well, it's to make sure that the story stays consistent, that what is happening is not going to give anyone any surprises, and that it's working towards something eventually that you, the listener, you, the viewer, you, the person who's taking in the message, can connect the dots and then realize that this is the narrative. Okay, this is the overarching story or theme that, um, uh, that I'm being told and I can agree with it. And for all you history buffs out there, narrative is derived from some Latin terms, which literally means to be a skilled storyteller. So there you have it. Narratives are all around us. They're constantly happening. They're messages that are being uh, bombarded upon us, either through other mediums like television or uh, movies or perhaps in books you're reading yourself. So this is going to be a focus on different kinds of narratives that we see in and around us every single day. And the first one that I wanted to tackle is the concept of your own life's journey. So the narrative around your own life. What does it look like? What are some things that you have maybe accepted? Or maybe what are some things that you have projected to be your own life narrative? We do create sort of this self-image. We have this thing about ourselves where we believe we are either X or Y or Z. So if I can give an example of my own life growing up, one of the big narratives that I ended up really believing was this narrative that as long as you played by the rules, then you would get your just reward. You know, you would get what was coming to you. Because when I looked around and I saw that, you know, kids or, you know, my classmates, peers or other people, whenever they stepped out of line, whenever they did something that uh, it didn't have to be anything risky at all, it was just something that was breaking the rules, then something detrimental happened to them and they ended up not getting what they wanted or they were not getting the kind of adoration uh, that was something that I desired. And so growing up, uh, I noticed that uh, I was good at you know just school in general. I was good at academics. I was good at sports. And getting a lot of praise for that was something that really motivated me. And as I went through you know elementary school, junior high, high school, college, all those places, Having people around me recognizing that I had talent and that I had gifts in certain areas was a huge driving force for me to pursue different avenues. And so one of the narratives that I began to latch onto was that I was uh, destined for big things, you know, that I was going to be uh, uh, someone that was going to have an influence or was going to have things kind of easy even because I played by the rules and because... I, I did the thing that was right whenever it was called to do what was right. But the reality is that this kind of a narrative is ultimately very self-destructive. 
because it puts a lot of pressure on us as an individual to do things correctly all the time. It puts pressure on us uh, to make the best decision all the time. And it is a kind of burden that uh, even as a young person, putting it on yourself at such a young age, it can create a lot of bad uh, issues for you later on. And so one of the things that I've had to reconcile as an adult is looking back at my own perfectionism and how that paralyzed me from really taking risks whenever I think I should have been taking risks, when I should have been putting myself out there, when I should have been trying other things. And when I say trying other things, I don't necessarily mean uh, doing bad things or you know uh, setting cars on fire or anything like that. But just the fear of people around me judging me or seeing that I wasn't the picture-perfect student or athlete or the person who had it all together. This was a narrative of my life that even today uh, I still struggle with. You know, I still struggle with this identity of perfectionism and trying to be the best person that I can be. But the the nice thing now about, uh, I should say, about my life uh, at this point is that I less and less rely on external motivation to make those things happen for me. And that was part of breaking down my own narrative. That was a false narrative about myself, this, this idea that, that I had to do everything on my own so that other people would recognize it in me. And the only way people would recognize things in me is if I did things perfectly, if I did things that were deemed non-offensive, or if I did things that were uh, deemed as being good or you know more humanitarian than someone else. It sounds great on the outside. I know it sounds like the path that you know any kind of decent human being would want to go down. But really what it does is it insulates us. You know, it can insulate us in a, in a way that we don't really know our own limitations and we don't really know what we're capable of either. And so I really hindered myself uh, for much of my younger adult life by only doing the things that I was comfortable with. And that narrative came out, uh, or rather that narrative in my life came to fruition uh, later on in my 20s when I had lost my job and I had... Uh, done some pretty horrible things uh, outside of work that came to rear uh, their ugly head upon me. And it left me in a place where I had to come to terms with the reality that I was not this picture-perfect individual, that I was not the perfectionist that I'd built myself up to be. That was a false narrative in my life that I had clung to and I had attached myself to uh, throughout my own story. So breaking away from that false narrative and recognizing that weakness was okay and that it was okay to take certain risks and that it was okay uh, to be someone who could make a wrong decision every now and again so long as he owned up to it later. These were things that I had learned, I think, a little bit later maybe than some people do earlier in life, quite honestly. And, you know, I, I may be sounding uh, maybe naive in that, but that's just been my life's journey. That's been my life's story. And so... This kind of narrative in my life has had a profound impact on me because it's one that I truly believed. And I want to encourage the listener that if you're checking into this uh, episode and you're kind of wondering to yourself, well, what is a narrative anyway? Or rather, what kind of a false narrative could I have for my life? Then I want to encourage you to dive into that, to kind of digest this idea of a false narrative. What's something that you've agreed to in your life that has become part of your life story? that you think defines you now. Maybe someone else told you what it is. 
or maybe you have decided upon it from within that this is who I am and this is part of my identity and this is this is the narrative of my life that's going to govern me and I'm going to be part of it no matter what. Is that truly the space that you want to be in? Is that truly who you are? Uh, you know, this would be the point where I would say that the influence of God in my life has completely changed that idea of the narrative of the impenetrable self. You know, the person who has to have everything, his eyes dotted, T's crossed all the time. You know, that's that's not the person that we want to be. You know, that person's too tightly wound. That person uh, is going to be ultimately too stressed out and too burdened by the weight of the world to really do much of anything, let alone try to keep their own ducks in a row. So these are the kinds of things that I'm going to be tackling in this sort of shorter episode format with the narrative wars. Uh, talking about different narratives around us and uh, it's kind of engaging in those a bit more. So I'll probably be doing a little bit more commentary on sort of cultural or societal things that are going on and trying to unpack some of the big narratives that we see uh, just anywhere and everywhere around us. So I hope you enjoy this uh, this sort of shorter format that I'm doing. It's kind of weird for me to be cutting this off before the 10-minute mark, <laughs> to be completely honest. Uh, but, uh, but again, I hope you can enjoy uh, this journey I'm going to be on here with these, these narrative wars. I'm still doing the episodes on the deadly sins. I'm not finished with those yet. Uh, and again, I want to challenge you in the idea of any kind of false narrative that you in your personal life have been clinging to or rather someone else has told you that's who you are. And that, my friends, is the first episode on the Narrative Wars talking about our own life's narratives. I'll catch up with you guys again soon. Have a great rest of the week. This is Josh J.C. Alfelto for The Writer's Lens.